Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. And, and what's up, party people, podcast players, and fourth wall fam, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Smoking Jays. And don't adjust your headphones, you're hearing me right. It's your boy, Johnny Bones, back once again in the hot seat, and it has been far too long. I have missed all of you, but of far course, I'm not here alone. I'm here with another member. Not both members, but only one of the Smoking Jays. So we have yet to come back to a three-man booth, but it will happen soon enough. So the other man I'm looking across from right now as I'm driving down the parkway is the handsome and the talented dad joke enthusiast. Let's give it up for the one of the only, Justin Jared. You hear that sound? You hear a pin drop. Wow. Um... <sighs> so up, Jared? sir sir welcome back do you, do you even remember how to do this uh i mean we will see it's been a while it, it has Definitely been, a, been while. a while um so a couple of hot topics well let's let's start with i'm going to start with what's new with you and what's new with me will be my Segway scooter into what we're going to talk about briefly all right. Well, Jared, um, tell me how long has it been since I've been on an episode of The Smoking Jays? I feel like we did a super brief episode catching up with what's new with you. And I was outside sweating in the heat. So it's been a few months, to say the least. Yeah, so a few months is way, way too long. So let's see. Well, at this point, for those of you that might be tuning in for the first time, for those of you that have been listening, you know my son, Mateo Luca. First of his name, Long May May He Rain. He is now 16 months old. He is walking. He is climbing. He is running. He is showing his personality and Obviously, I'm biased, but my son's fucking cute as all shit. Like, my son is a little fucking ray of sunshine. He's a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong. He's he's a young boy. He's a pain in the ass. He tests our limits, my wife and I. But uh, he is fucking adorable, man. Um, He's not really talking yet. He's still saying mama, dada. And he's definitely associating that with uh, Amanda, my wife and I. He's um, definitely picking things up. He, he sings. He hums to himself. Um, it, the whole is this, this whole growth process has been amazing to say the least, Jared. Um, right, right. We obviously have we have the itch to grow the family by one. Um, I'm still waiting on that. The time has to be right for that one. But yeah, man, I mean, Mateo's in daycare now, twice a week. He uh, he had swim lessons, which he really loved. He's also in the middle of going through music lessons. Got to start him okay. off young, which are fun. Right. I've got to go with him to a few of those swim lessons, which has been great. And uh, the music lessons are so much fun. So uh, hold on, once I have to pay a toll. Yep. Yep. Hi, how are you? Hi. You have a great day. 
See right there, ladies and gentlemen, that is how we should be talking to our toll booth attendants. Be nice to them. They work hard all day. Let's show respect for our toll booth attendants. Oh, there, we go. Park park. Back. there we go. No, we're back. Uh, sorry, my phone has to ring break. 17 times a day. Ah, okay. So, um, so speaking of uh, speaking of daycare, how many times has he uh, had colds and such yet? Oh my God! I feel like every day they're sending out a new email, a mass email about, oh, this this kid tested positive for this. This kid tested positive for the flu. This one has COVID. This one has all RSV, a respiratory virus, or RVS. I keep forgetting it, which is RSV or RVS. But um, yeah, he's in. So my, my son is in daycare for two days before we get the first email about the respiratory virus. And around that same time, right. my wife and I tested positive for COVID. So that was awesome. a crazy, crazy week that we had uh, early October. That was so you are no longer catching. immortal? No, no, no. That was my first time catching COVID. I uh, beat it for this long. And then uh, then it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. But being in the house with all of us at home being sick was rough. I'm surprised that Mateo did not, did not catch COVID either. But, oh, uh, so he no, never had it. Oh, he did, actually. Back in June, my wife and Mateo both ah. had it. So. Okay. Yeah, they both had it. Somehow I avoided it. This time, Mateo avoided it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all the new stuff. He's, he's getting big. He's uh, still, We're still working on his speech. He's very, very mobile now. Personality is showing. And he's learning how to make friends. You know, daycare, swim lessons, music lessons. Uh, that's been that's been what's new. It's been a crazy roller coaster, of course, you know. Yo, being a parent, as rewarding as it is, and I don't think parents are open enough to talk about this, Jared, but being a parent is, is hard. It is not easy by any means. Absolutely not. Especially at this young of an age. It is very difficult to balance work, life, and your family. You know, it's obviously new, so we're still learning it, but... No new parent, I'm sorry, every new parent should come right out and say, yeah, this is hard. You know, it's not a bad thing to admit that, hey, being a parent is hard, but we always figure it out. It's human nature, right? We we have it in us to figure this out. But it's fucking difficult. Yep. It, uh, it, it is probably almost as difficult as an Olympic sport. Um, yeah. It is probably as physically taxing as an Olympic sport. Um, we all need gold medals. Yeah. We all, we, we all deserve gold medals now for being a parent. And yet, and yet we, well, you know what? We don't deserve gold medals. We deserve silver medals because none of us is perfect. None of us is no. perfect. None of us, um, as hard as we might try, None of us are going to do it right, and that's and You're that's right. fine. You're right. Yeah, I couldn't None agree of us more. are going to do it right. None of us are going to do it perfectly. None of us will get through. Anyone who tells you that they have gotten through parenting flawlessly is either 
highly delusional or they're lying. Right. Period. Yep. Um, so everyone's going to do it, do it their way. Everyone's going to do it their way. You know, hundred you can take all the advice in the world, but you're going to yep. do it your way. Why? Because you know, your child better than anybody. That child is a part of you, whether you're the mother or the Correct. father, that child is a part of you. You know them better than anybody. So take as much advice as you want. And the advice is definitely welcome. And I highly recommend getting it, but you're going to parents your own way. Yes. And, and even then you could talk to 20 people and oh, rumble strip. Rumble strips. Hi, old. I don't know if you uh, I don't know if you heard that in the recording, but did definitely did. But it's okay. We won't criticize. Just like parenting, driving, nobody is perfect. No, this is smoking jays on the road. By the way, I'm in the car. Nice on the Garden State Parkway, driving down to see my boy CJ at Timeline Gallery, going for my third sitting on my new ink. Little, so he's uh, going to start sponsoring us. Oh, he should. I will. I will gladly endorse Timeline Gallery and my boy CJ uh, every single week on the show. That would that would mean that I would have to actually record with you every single week, Jared. I. You know what? You beat me to it, so that's fine. Um, I, I so, knew before I even finished saying that that you were going to have a rebuttal to that. So. Oh, of course. Yeah, but know. that's what makes it fun here on the Smoking Jays. So yeah. let me uh, let me let me go through my little hoot nanny, and uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to throw some conversation by you. So yeah, let's do it. I am. Let's see. Well, Friday afternoon. I'm not going to count Friday afternoon because anyway. But Saturday, Sunday. So now I'm on my third day back in the lovely state of New Jersey. Um, back in the disgusting temperatures that we are now encountering because, you know, why not leave 80 degree weather in Florida to come back to forties in New Jersey? That's 40, 40 something. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's good times. Um, so took, took the kids, uh, the four of us all went to Florida Went down to Universal. We visited my dad. Uh, the one day we tried to go to the beach. Um, just a heads up, in case you weren't aware, um, the state of Florida had a little bit of a hurricane uh, about a month or so ago, month and a half ago, um, and did a little bit of a number down there, a little bit. Small, small bit of damage. Um, they fucked that place. Was there any damage at, at the park at all? So there was minor damage at uh, Universal. Um, okay. There was a little bit of, you know, like some things blown around and a couple of supposedly some like paneling on a ride or two, like outside of the building got torn off. Um, the amusement parks. Clearly, they have uh, the resources to move quickly to kind of resolve those issues because the faster that they shell out that money, uh, the faster they can then get right back into making that money, whereas the rest of us 
porch loves um, do not have that afforded to us. But anyway, um, my dad's house, a couple of minor little things, some softening. Um, Anybody who is down there in Florida, um, they all have screens, like a, a screen enclosure around their pool because bugs and, and tree debris and all that crap. So right, right. I don't think I saw a single house down there that did not have either a portion of their screen enclosure or the entire screen enclosure damaged. Um, in fact, my, right. my dad's friend, two houses, now two houses down, it used to be one house, but they started building another one in the middle, uh, two houses down, their screen enclosure is gone. Like when I say gone, like you can go to the house, you can see where it was previously attached. Um, and you know, a lot of, I mean, look, clearly a lot of stuff blew around, but like something like that, that's substantial weight. That's a metal frame, that's screen, that's, you know, bolts and nuts and things like that. It's gone. Like they don't know where it is. Like, it's not like it blew across and it's in the neighbor's yard or it's gone vanished so um there were uh i'd say on every street at least 50 percent of the houses had some sort of blue tarping on the roof where shingles were blown off um but the the day that really put it into perspective was uh we tried to go on sunday to the beach and we normally go to Sanibel Island. Um, clearly, Sanibel Island and Pine Island uh, were the two hardest hit locations. Um, Sanibel Island is only uh, right in the neighborhood of like a foot above sea level. So basically, you might as well just be nothing. Um, so they, they got just absolutely wrecked. So we said, okay, not even going to try. Um, so we're going to go try this other spot well we ended up not going to the beach we ended up basically doing like a tour of the damage that's i mean i i I hate to say it like that but that's basically what it was um as bad as what you saw on tv it doesn't even remotely do it justice like i don't know if you saw the jersey shore after sandy oh yeah 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 so like as much as you saw it on TV to actually go and And see the, like, what was that? The, the roller coaster in, in seaside that was actually in the water. Yeah. Like to see that in the water was just something completely different. So, um, it gave me, it gave me a greater appreciation of like, whatever assorted turmoil we have in our lives and everybody's got something. Nobody is immune to some sort of turmoil in their life. Um, made me appreciate, I mean, here was as we were driving through and you could only really do 15, 20 miles an hour at the most. Um, here are people who were basically, there was people actively emptying stuff out of their pretty much destroyed houses emptying essentially their entire life out onto a street for some garbage person to come by with bulk pickup and clean up and, and just look like you're 
forced to catalog your entire life that is now just washed away. Um, right. it, it was something it, it made me, like I said, it made me appreciate how fortunate I am that whatever is going on in my life is not that serious. Right. Like it right. has its moments, but it, I still have a house to come home to. I don't have to essentially rebuild my entire life. Yeah, um, seeing stuff like that up close and personal gives you a whole new perspective on things, you know? Correct. And it, it sucks um, that, that it takes us as humans just to see things like that to go, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pull back a little bit in bad. my life and just kind of, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, not that bad. Um, that's, why, that's why people, you know, that's why there's so much stress and anxiety in this world, Jared. You know, stress is living in the past. Anxiety is living in the future. And that's why being in the present is so difficult. Hmm. Well, the, they say that what we are currently living right now is a gift, which is why it's called the present. Thoughtful, insightful words for you. Um, who, who, who would have thought we would have gotten so deep right here on the Smoke and Jays? Found exclusively on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. So if you haven't yet, Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. All that stuff. Tell your wife. Comment. Um, another thing. So uh, if you ever want to test your patience, test your mental fortitude, all of that, um, drive to and from Florida, uh, especially if you're in the New Jersey area. Um, yeah, that's, that's something. Um, but all of this, all of this is not uh, what I, I wanted to really get into the nitty gritty on. So we've known, and I, I may or may not have discussed it on an episode. I, I'm sure that I've discussed it with you. And um, we've known that our dog is older. Like that's, that's no question, no secret. Um, he's 14. He's, I mean, for, for the breed of dog that he is, that's, that's tremendous. Um, they don't usually go that long, to be honest, um, especially bigger dogs. Bigger dogs always have a, a shorter lifespan. Okay. So uh, it was never as pronounced as we got home and just seeing him have difficulty getting up and difficulty maneuvering. Um, you know, he, he has issues in his one hip from when he had Lyme disease as a younger dog. Um, but this was our, this was our first quote unquote kid. This was our first child that we were responsible for because we got him before we had kids. Um, which side note, uh, everyone should grow up with a dog with a, a pet, with something that shows that level of unrelenting affection, um, unbiased affection. Anyway, um, it, it's, it's very difficult to, to watch. It's very difficult to see. It's very difficult to process. Um, knowing where he's at um it's hard to put into words i'm sorry 
I mean, I didn't mean to cut off. It's like you know where he was, and you know when he was younger, and you and you you knew that it was going to get to this point eventually. And then when it happens, it's like oh shit, it's actually happening, and it's very hard to to digest because you don't want to see that happen. You know, right? And that's the that's the thing is it's it's the inevitability of it, like you you know it's coming like no matter what even when you adopt a pet um you know that no matter what the equation the inevitability of it there's only but so long there's only but so long there's only but so many years um so you make the most out of every single one and you you maximize the time and and all of that but to to then be actually faced with it, um, that's the hard part. That's the that's the struggle because you, you just like you're you're not able to you're not able to deny it. You're not able to brush it off when it's basically shoved in your face, and you're not able to you know ah having you know because he'll have he'll have great days. And he'll have days where he's bouncing around like he's, you know, six years old and he's full of energy and all this other stuff. And then then we'll have a day where, you know, like yesterday, he just like he was laying. He likes to, especially as we get into the unfortunately colder months, uh, he likes to lay in front of the little fireplace thing that we have in the TV room and just enjoy the warmth and a couple of times where he had to get up to go to the bathroom, just seeing him kind of trying to rock himself so he could pick his back legs up because they're just not as strong as they used to be. And makes me sad. It, it makes me sad. It makes it, it's, it's disheartening. And, and there's, I know there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do or say to undo that or to like, there's not a medication I can give. There's not any kind of physical therapy to change time. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's all just time, you know, now I have to ask how, how are your, your kids uh, affecting? Are they, are they being affected by this? Are they feeling it yet? Are they not? I, I, I don't. So Okay. Short answer. They are being affected by it in the sense of when he goes out, he, he has to be helped up and down the stairs. So I'm sure to a certain small degree, they're conscious of it. They are aware that, well, I have to help him up and down the stairs and I have to assist him with certain things. And he might, slip and and fall and and i have to help him get back up but i don't think they really put two and two together on like what that actually means or at least they're not verbalizing it let's put it that way they're not expressing that um and that that then turns to the other thing that i think about like inevitably when that does happen because it it's clearly it's not it's not a matter of if 
um, but a matter of when. Obviously, I'm going to be impacted. There's no two ways about it, like all of that. So then at that point, I'm going to have to not put it aside, but kind of check it a little bit so that they are going to need help with that sort of grieving process. And to, to have that thought of, wow, like I have to help them grieve while I grieve, I guess. Right. And, and I know it, it, to a degree, some might find it trivial because, you know, family members and all that, but I don't know that, that I think is one of the harder parts that I'm grappling with. Like at the end of the day, right. having to put my feeling aside or put my thought aside because I'm going to have to help them get through what I'll also be going through. That makes any right. sense. No. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, and now you've had your, your dog since, before the babies are born. So they've been with you Correct. and your wife through, through all of this, through the whole marriage as yep. well. And that's definitely going to be a big toll on both of you, you know, because essentially he, he was like your first child. Correct. And that's going to be, yeah. that's rough. It's rough. It's rough to yeah. even sit here and think about right now, let alone, right. you know, at that time have to actually go through it. Um, now look I I never would prolong suffering or prolong difficult life conditions but I I almost hope that if he could just make it through the holiday season just make it through this time and get to that point right yeah this time of year definitely makes that tough you know, yes. like for me, coincidentally, all of my grandparents passed away between Christmas, between December 24th and January 5th. Oof. So like between Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, I've at some point lost all my grandparents. So Yikes. it makes this time of year that much more difficult. Uh, but I, I know we're you know, talking about whatever humans and animals but the dog your dog is still a part of your family and people who have pets understand that people who don't don't understand that and won't unless they ever you know actually had a pet but um and that's yeah, and that's why I say everyone should have yeah exactly exactly yeah man i'm sorry that you're going through that you know i i do hope uh sticks around for the holidays and you get to enjoy that you know with the family you know we're right. going through something similar as well with one of our cats cat is uh se- 17 years old then with my wife you know for a little, little more than half or just about half her life cat mm-hmm. has seen her go through everything also got to see her you know start her family you know through me and me entering her life and then us bringing Mateo into this world. Uh, she's lived a long life, but uh, we're also getting to that point where it's like, you know, the, um, 
quality of life. You know, do Correct. do we do we end her suffering for her, or do we let it just happen with her at home? That's the question that's come up a couple times over the past week or so. It's very upsetting. You know, I'm I was never a cat person before I um, got together with my wife. Um, so I've essentially adopted her two cats and, uh, just talking about it to help, help, you know, again, help my wife grieve and try and, you know, lighten her moods. It makes me upset just saying it out loud. It's like, wow, this cat has been through a lot and the cat was made it to this point. And I was a part of that cat's life. Our son was a part of that cat's life. And it makes the, it's a difficult conversation, you know, again, this time of year and, uh, you know, pets who have been there for you through everything, you know, seen you through the pets, pets probably see you go through more changes in your life than any human because pets literally can be with you, you know, 24 seven, they literally sleep next to you for a good portion of your life, you know? Right. How many times have you heard the story of, Oh, while I was sick, my cat or dog laid with me in bed and until I was feeling yeah. better. And like, yep. you know, you hear these, these stories of, I was, I was depressed. I was this, I was that. And the, the pet just knew that something was wrong. The pet senses it and they know. Yeah. It's like what, what, when my wife was pregnant, the pets knew they would always come lay on her stomach. They would always, you know, put their nose on her stomach and kind of nudge the stomach. They knew something was going on. Right. So it's a, it's a very different relationship you have with a pet, you know, dog or cat or rabbit, whatever your pet of choice might be. You have a very different connection with them than you do, I think, with any human. So, yeah, man, difficult. But let's not let's not end this on a on a on a on a, a sad note. Let's lighten the mood a little bit, Jared. I'm I'm currently sitting in front of my tattoo. I mean, shop. I could turn the lights on, but it's daytime, and that would. It is daytime. Yeah. It's not really going to do much. <laughs> right. But I'm getting ready to get tat tatted up, man. Sitting number do three. It. So uh, we're getting to that point, bro. But this was yeah. fun being on uh, the Smoking Jays. I wish Johnny G was here, uh, so I could right. one admire his dad, Bob, but also chat with him. But uh, I am going to be back. For those of you loyal Smoking Jays listeners, so uh, get your Jays ready because uh, Fourth Wall Pop Network is going to be bringing to you our 12 Days of Christmas content marathon in December. And I will be sitting down in a three-man booth with just Jared and Johnny G as we oh, man. are reunited and it feels oh so good. Hmm. Finally, once again, three guys, three attitudes. Three chapters, Smoking Jays, how it all began. Yep. As it once so, uh, was, it shall be again. Um, it shall be again. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that content marathon because, as we've talked about, there's some some really good stuff on that horizon. So really that looking there forward is. to it. I as well. And uh, there's something for everyone here at the Fourth Wall Pod Network. So please, once again, remember to subscribe. Tell your friends, give us a like, give us a share, give us a five-star rating. Leave us comments. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want to hear. We want to hear back from our fourth wall fam. So on behalf of just Jared and, of course, the man who's not here, 
Johnny G. I am Johnny Bones. We are the Smoking Jays. And until next time, see you when we're looking at you. Heh. <laughs>